Hello and welcome to our latest Tap Talks HR podcast. This time we're talking to Andy Roberts about the future of teamwork and its impact on people and business. So, hi Andy, welcome. Hi Anthony, thank you for having me along. No worries at all. So, let's get into this then. So, why is teamwork and the future of teamwork an interesting topic right now? For me, it's an interesting topic right now. I think it always has been. I'm really keen on looking at how can we optimise and do things better in organisations. And a lot of the work that organisation does is getting done in teams. And therefore, I have my eye on what can be done better going forward in the future, rather than possibly relying on all the same systems and processes that we've always done. So I think teams will become more important as we go into the future, and technology will have a role particularly in helping those teams be more powerful and raising their performance. And it's an interesting topic, isn't it? Because I've, I've read some research around the area of reward and, and people entering um, the workplace now from school and university, etc. Looking to, much more interested in team rewards rather than personal rewards and everything. So I think the concept of working together is, is becoming more important to people to get results. But I'm going to throw this one at you. Um, so a team... What do you call a team? Give me some examples of teams and what they'll look like now and in the future. Well, interestingly, I think for me, there's quite um, a differentiation between teams and groups. So teams for me are a group of people who are selected, possibly even self-selected, to work around a common purpose to produce an outcome. Um, I say it's often self-selected. Quite a lot now organisations have this uh, opportunity where people can work on projects that are of interest to them outside of their core role. So I think of particularly in the tech and pharma world. And so it's people who want to work together towards a common objective. And I think that's fundamentally it. Um, there's quite a lot of crossover with groups who have people have got a common interest but not necessarily a common goal so I think that defining thing is people who are selecting possibly self into a common target goal that they wish to achieve that's a, that's a really interesting way of looking at it actually at the moment uh, thinking about all the different social media different groups and things like that they have a common interest but actually it's when you, you have an outcome and you're all focusing towards the outcome that's a, that's a really good definition of teams there thank you Andy and um, so looking at the future looking at teams inevitably we'll probably say the word technology about now so what do you think the role of technology is in the future of teams and, and why? I think there's quite a few things technology will do. So if I think about um, what I would call from my in my age, you know, virtual teams, which are displaced or co-located teams, I think going forward, technology will make it even easier to work um, in different locations on common projects. I mean, it's it's really powerful now. I just think with the things like artificial intelligence and analytics, will become even easier to actually work from different places in the world and collaborate more effectively. So that's one area I see technology having a real impact. I also see the opportunity of technology helping teams to get rid of some of their mundane tasks and activities. Um, I was only watching recently uh, Google doing a, a showcase of their technology where uh, their AI was uh, 
requesting to get their, someone's haircut to a, to, a, to a hairdresser's. So a lot of task automation is going to happen going forward, which will actually allow teams to do what they're good at, which human beings are good at, which is co-creation, innovation, coming up with new things rather than doing the basics of reporting and admin and those kinds of things. So collaboration, uh, allowing the admin to be reduced on the teams, uh, and also, I think, allowing teams to become more innovative by providing them with access to better quality information and data so they can make better decisions as teams so you know examples of that for me in in the world of pharma they're trying to come up with new complex molecules and concepts to uh, help people in the world actually they have to go through so much information and research articles and papers for those those uh, innovation teams to actually come up with something new I just think technology is going to help reduce down so much the complexity of all the data that teams have to take on board to innovate uh, and also I think it will also help them figure out more effectively who they talk to and what they talk about so understanding what their customers and consumers are needing and how they can go and sell more effectively as human to humans there's lots of stuff there I'm going to work my way through a couple of those and one of them is is the fact that we are becoming more virtual in our teams and, and as you say you, you call it co-location kind of thing and and I see things like WeWork popping up in the, in the city of London um, almost on a weekly basis there's a new one opening up where people are, are, are coming together with common interests but actually their team they might be the only one sitting there and they might be all around the rest of the world to, to, to come up to do that goal and objective so I suppose thinking about that one of the fears of that is, is a is an erosion of um, engagement for the team and everything so you might have the great technology to actually be able to chat to each other and everything but how do we keep that human need for being feeling part of a team going in the future I think there are a couple of things. One uh, for me is that when people are in different places, they definitely have a sense of disengagement because they don't know what's going on. I think uh, technology has advanced to a place now that actually we can almost to some extent automate uh, what's going on in the team and people know what people are doing and where they're at in terms of their tasks and their projects. Um, if I think back five, ten years, I would have to go and update an Excel sheet to tell people where I am in terms of my project on my Gantt chart. Actually, now this all of this can be automated and actually very quickly, you know, systems can tell my team, hey, I finished task this, you need to now go and do that. So that will the engagement will happen because people know where, what people are up to in the team and where they are actually physically. And the second thing I think is that the technology will actually, because of that reduced admin burden and keeping things up to date, they can actually spend better quality time together, even if it is through webinar-based technology or virtual reality technology. So I think uh, in terms of that, that dislocated, co-located team, they can actually spend better quality time together and a lot of the admin and keeping things up to date and what, where are we at in our project project is already being automated I already see this you know things like um, slack and yammer and uh, project tools that automatically update where people are at in terms of their uh, sprint run if they're doing scrum agile type things it's already there and if we know what people are up to and what they're struggling with I already have a sense of how my team members are getting on with this 
and therefore I can help them and support them more. So tools to really connect people, but automated tools to help people connect people. Uh, as an example, for me, I have a colleague who, um, not for work, but just for family perspective, he um, he's geo-ring fenced with his Android phone locations, and he lets his family know where he is automatically. So um, if he goes into work, um, it automatically pings off an SMS message to his wife and, and kids saying, at work, uh, or when he's leaving, it pings a message saying, leaving work. But he does other things like, um, you know, heading to the, about to head into the shops, do we need anything? He doesn't even send the message saying, I'm heading to the shops, do we need anything? It says, oh, your phone is now close to the supermarket, send the message to the family. So even simple things like this can be automated. And I imagine that's going to be happening in the workplace. I have a, a colleague who's done some work around um, geofencing and uh, and tagging uh, with uh, with with Wi-Fi beacons and um, Bluetooth beacons. So when you're in a certain part of, part of the uh, workplace, you get a message. Uh, and he's looking at developing, so for example, for training in organizations. Uh, if you've done a safety training where you've uh, just been uh, doing things around fire escapes, you know, every time you go past a fire escape, it'll kind of nudge and say, hey, you buy a fire escape. Remember, these are the norms for this. So I think there's some clever ways of doing using technologies to simplify and let people know what you're up to and what you're doing. And you might say well this is very big brother and kind of everyone's known what you're doing but again there's lots of control levels that you can have on these things but I just think we can we can just stay connected better and know where people are at and what they're doing okay and I think there's there's an angle here as well is um, that and traditionally we focus very much on the task of the team and the, and the virtual team and but there's also the aspect of those things that if we were not virtual and we were sitting around each other and we have that banter going on to a degree that we always had in inside of teams how do we promote that within inside of a virtual team and I think there's there comes the, the question of you have the digital native who is used to social media and maybe the not so digital native who has a change in their, their job and they become a part of a virtual team and they don't know how to do this people bit and all they get is the task bit and I think there's almost like an education piece here for businesses to say don't assume that everyone will know the slack, the, 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 the different social media, the collaboration tools and how to get the best out of them. They'll only know the process bit and the task bit and everything. And that can feel quite isolating. And kind of on that angle, and it kind of connects with another podcast we've done recently is, what do you think for a virtual team, when talking about teams of the future, what do you think the leader's responsibility is here? I think the leader's responsibility is to support the teams to get the best out of themselves and their own performance and productivity and at the same time to make sure people are really engaged with each other and with the organisation and their customers. Um, it's quite easy to think about technology being used as a way to manage tasks, but actually good teaming and good organisations is about the people. So I think the leader's role is to really help teams get the best out of each other and feel more connected. So uh, that might be the leader making sure that everyone you know, automatically knows how to use the technologies and systems and processes. Um, but actually the leaders spend time with those teams and really challenges and pushes the team leaders uh, and team members to 
really connect with each other and spend quality thinking, discussion time with each other. I think that's the role of the leader is embed the, the technologies that help them do great teamwork and then really challenge the teams to really connect and work together. Fundamentally, the technology is only an enabler to achieve great success working as a team and the technology can take a lot of the tasks away and enhance the collaboration. So I think the leader's role is to choose the technologies, make sure everyone knows how to use them and then challenge people to actually do the real important part of teamwork which is working together rather than managing admin processes and so on. And I think it comes back to some of those core um, core abilities that we always have talked about about teams but maybe it's a new angle so if you think about the world of emotional intelligence uh, empathizing and, and being aware of yourself it's when you're losing one or two of your senses um, between you and your teammates you have to heighten the senses you have left to try and spot that area where the team isn't high performing it isn't collaborating and I think we had it easy in the past when the, the team sat in one office all staring at each other and can go for a beer after work but when you're in different time zones and different locations how do you know that your people are happy and and how do you make sure that they're feeling completely at the center of everything that's going on I think there's a couple of things here. First is there has to be trust across the team, you know, whether they're displaced. If they trust each other, they're more likely to share how they're feeling or uh, what's upsetting them or what's making them uh, happy at any one time. And the other thing I think is actually, to some extent, it might be even easier now. So uh, with emoticons and, and visuals of how of feelings, we can quite easily um, show someone how we're feeling. I mean, an angry uh, emoticon or a happy emoticon is pretty unique. Universal, I think now globally there might be cultural differences nuances but fundamentally we all kind of know what they mean uh, the other thing I think technology helps with is actually it's quite easy now to share that uh, and I think sharing it at multiple levels so I can very quickly send an instant message to somebody saying I'm feeling angry and here's why and you can quickly respond and we can engage around how I'm feeling and what's causing it uh, the other thing I think that we can do now is you know some teams now are pretty big and if you're thinking about organizations with multiple teams you can check in quite easily so what's the level of emotion feeling in a whole load of teams so you can actually do really quick simple pulse surveys about how are people just generally feeling in their team so which teams are feeling well which teams are not feeling well and what's stopping these teams feeling great and fantastic about the work they're doing so I think the, the collaboration communication tools help us actually share that feeling but to have it you have to have that platform of trust yeah, and I think you're right. And I think where the um, where the world is going with more uh, co-located teams is, is why the world of engagement is going towards pulse survey and continuous dialogue. Because, but it almost needs to go one step further. And actually, it's a responsibility of that line manager to continue that conversation even more often than they probably think they need to. So. As always in our tapped podcast, Andy, I never like our listeners leaving without um, something that they can take away tangibly and start thinking and doing in their workplace. So what do you think HR leaders and business leaders can be doing now to help raise that level of teamwork within their business, no matter where they are on this journey from now to the future? I think, Anthony, the 
first thing uh, is to really get people to spend more quality time together. Teams are only as good as the trust that they have. You know, all of the models around high-performing teams, the trust is the basis. So what can senior leaders, HR people do to help people spend quality time together to build that trust? Um, possibly that's a bit around simplifying admin, bringing people together, having higher quality platforms. Uh, the second thing is uh, driving down to the team level, departmental level as much as possible, the technology choices that teams have to be able to choose which platforms, tools, etc. they use to, to work together as a team. Um, people have different preferences and different uh, departments and roles need different levels of collaboration tools so not having a unified one tool fits everybody so what does the team need to be successful some of that stuff will already be in the organization but they might need to bring new things in and then the third thing I think you know, kind of looking further forward is that organizational leaders and HR particularly should be looking at what tools are out there that can actually help them measure uh, the emotions and the quality of the teamwork and and start thinking about how they can bring those into play. So they can be doing you know, daily pulse, minute pulse surveys and understanding where teams are at and why they're at, wherever they are at. So those are the three things I'd say go away and do. So there's some more tactical things and some more strategic things. Uh, so looking inward and also, as always, looking outward to see what's out there in the marketplace. So to summarise, the leader, the team leader, the line manager has to get this quality time together to make sure we're emotionally connecting the team together. Um, we need to try and give some flexibility to the different types of teams we have in our organisation about the technology that they should be able to use. And also we need to be thinking about how to get that dialogue going so that we understand our people and um, we understand uh, what works for our teams. So. Andy, thanks very much for your time. Uh, it's amazing how quickly the time goes when speaking to you. Time is up already. Any last thoughts around Teams? Uh, I just think the critical thing is for people to think about this. And I know you're uh, really focused on Teams and driving team performance. So my final things would be, you know, if you've got questions about how to make Teams more high performing, uh, reach out to Anthony. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to have a conversation. But thanks for having me along again. No worries at all. And thanks everyone for listening to this podcast. If you have any feedback, then please do share it with us. And make sure, of course, you subscribe to the stream of podcasts so you hear the latest from Tapped. Well, thank you for now and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>